introduce myself because this is my podcast. This is my second episode of Kiki Bangs, and I'm super excited. And I brought on my friend, my good friend, Clay. Say hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Okay, so before we get into this, I brought Clay on because Clay is an open troller of astrology bitches and I think that I'm a little bit of an astrology <laughs> bitch myself <laughs> it's like a new thing it's like a new thing so I brought Clay on because I think it would be really funny if I read his birth chart and then we could talk about a couple other things because there's a couple other things that I really want to get into and I thought you yeah. would be the perfect person to talk to them about yeah, let's find out why my birthday has everything to do with my personality and decisions. Okay, well, why do you, first of all, why do you hate it so much? Like, you don't, do you not believe in it at all? Um, well, first of all, I don't know a lot about the history of it, but I don't, I don't really get why people get into it. I think it's more of like they're looking for somebody else to kind of give them answers to their shit. But uh, I don't know. There's a lot that sort of is off-putting to me. Like what? Off-putting? Like off? Like like hard to chew? Well, because I think people can. I think people get really like. I just think a lot of things that I see posted online, especially like if you're on Twitter or whatever, and you see some uh, some little posts, you're usually so vague and generalized. I feel like you could say that about you know about, any of the signs. Yeah. I took the liberty of, of looking through your tweets last night to find some of your of your tweets against astrology bitches. And I don't... Oh, shit. Let me see. You came prepared. I came so prepared. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> this is the one I found. Okay. Let's I go. This, I thought this was funny. The main goal of an astrology chick on the first date is to find out your birthday so she can go home later and decide whether she likes you or not. And I hate that that's kind of true because, <laughs> <laughs> because it is, because it is. Yeah, I've just, uh, I've hung out with people before who will like ask me what my birthday is and then I don't really get what they're really asking me until later. I'm like, oh shit, she's just going to go look at some silly thing that some other hippie wrote and will, you think we're, she'll you think make, all make judgments on me based on that. Has that actually happened? Well, not to you? all of them are hippies. You know what I mean, though. Has that has that happened to you before? Like it actually has happened to you before? Oh yeah, this. Um, Tell me, I want to hear the story. Okay, I was hanging out with a girl at OU, and we were in a dorm room, either hers or mine, and it was like the second time we had hung out, and. I forget what I said, but she was like, oh, my God, that's such a Leo thing to say. <laughs> and then she was getting, like, way too into it too quick. And I was like, wait, I don't really, like, you don't even know me. How can you pass off this kind of judgment, you know? And she probably went home. She probably went straight home. Right. She was probably looking up shit about me, you know? She that's was. weird. No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's like doing your research. It's like doing your research on somebody's Instagram I think I think it's good to know a basis about a basis about people and like the way that they I don't know like the way that they think and the way that they're like driven by now I will say though that I think it's very important to keep one foot 
on the earth a little bit and then one foot in the woo-woo like if you get a little too a little too into it then it's like okay wait a minute that's just like that's not that's not cool I think you I think it has to be like a nice middle ground yeah I and yeah I can respect that because it's the same way with a lot of other things like you know some people are super way into religion it's just like you can't you don't know the answer you can't I think, fully jump totally, in. I think religion's totally different. I think that's like a whole different ball game. That's like something I don't really like. I don't really understand. But that's that's a that's a different that's a different topic. Okay, different well, conversation. That's a that's a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole different conversation. Okay, I do want to read your birth chart. I do want to read your birth chart right now. Let's do it. And because I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. Um. How did you prepare to do this today? Are you high? Are you stoned? Uh, yeah, I've got my kitty right here. I've got my coffee and my bong. <laughs> I'm sitting in this comfy chair. And, uh, yeah, I'm unemployed. So it looks good. I mean, I guess, I guess what else could you really be doing on a, on a day of unemployment? I think it's, I think it's perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, this is not how I envision this going, by the way. I went, I meant to, before we did this, like, introduce myself, talk about the last week's podcast and how I wasn't going to jump all over the place, but here I am still jumping all over the place because it's the only way that I know how to do things, apparently. And now I'm catching myself doing it, so I'm going to pretend that this just didn't happen. Okay. Don't listen to me. Okay. You I think it's going that, great. I think you you're think the next Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, wait. I want to let's let's talk about the Joe Rogan podcast really quick before we do this because <laughs> I I really really want to like Joe Rogan. I do, but I can't listen to him for three hours. I can't do it. No, three hours is too long for anything. Three hours is too long for anything. I even started a movie the other night. We all fell asleep. It's just too long. Do you like Joe Rogan? Um, I like. I like to listen to some of the conversations he has with like comedians and shit. I don't like the, the shit that he gets into, like you said, for three hours about a bunch of like, you know, I don't know shit with, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about stars and stuff. Yeah. But okay. He kind of has my dream job because I always wanted to be a game. Like I always wanted to be a game. Oh no, he has the life. Yeah. He definitely has the, the whole life. I know. Like he started he do whatever from, he wants. He's rich as he, fuck now. He was a he was what a boxer. Yeah, he did like uh, MMA stuff, I think. And then he did Fear Factor. That's where he really got his career. Yeah, well, he was like a, a stand-up comedian first. Yeah. And then he went into MMA. Well, I don't know. He's probably did like fighting stuff his whole life, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I thought it went, I thought it went MMA fear factor, just straight off the rip. Kind of like, uh, kind of like when Arnold Schwarzenegger started doing movies and then became the governor. So it's kind of like its own progression. So then that means that next for, <laughs> next for me, <laughs> next for me is, this is how I envision it. Yeah, Joe Rogan can do fear factor and then a podcast and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger can do a movie and then the governor. <laughs> so I can do whatever. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm going to, so I'm going to be, this is my progression. Waitress, podcast starter, owners, um, stars, and then straight to Amazing Race because I, I really think that I would do well on the Amazing Race. And then, and then I think I have my own show. And then I, I see myself somewhere kind of like Ellen, but um, a little more raunchy. So maybe like an Ellen slash um, Chelsea Handler mix. And then I have like this crazy show. And then kind of like Oprah. <laughs> and then who knows? And then I'll turn 45 and then we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But it's just... <laughs> So you want to be a mix of Oprah, Ellen, and Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because one's very okay. funny and giving. The other one that would is like be a strange-looking girl. Well, I didn't say I want to look. I didn't want to say I, I didn't want to look like her. <laughs> I want to look like myself. But think about it. Like They're kind of like the three, the three big ones, right? So like Chelsea Handler's raunchy. Hey, Oprah's and- not that big anymore. That's not what I meant. You need to stop <laughs> slandering these people. <laughs> no, but like Oprah is like so inspiring, right? She's so inspiring. She she was fired and then, you know, now she's Oprah and now she gives away cars. And I would love to be able to give away a car. I would love she's to. She's got six toes. No, she doesn't. Yeah, I believe she does. Oprah has six toes. Yeah. On one foot or all together? <laughs> no, I'm on one repeat. I think I've never heard that before. I feel like that's really not. I that can't. It be could. True. It could be completely false. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. But well, when I'm done reading we'll, your chart, we'll we'll check that out later. I'll I'll look up Oprah's toe situation. I just who cares? Honestly, I would have if I could be as inspirational and powerful and I don't know, like rewarding as oprah i would give i would take on a, a sixth toe if that was like would, the goal that it's i like, would take on more than that the toes clearly hold some sort of power can you elaborate on that power yeah like there's got to be power and i don't know you tell me read the read her chart tell me what an extra toe means i've never i don't know that's like a i might have to pay for an upgrade on that oh, maybe that's shit. one of the free ones gotcha. okay Okay, let's move on from Oprah's Oprah's toe. I'm getting on this. I'm getting on a road that's very familiar to me, and that's that I can't pay attention or stay on track for anything in my life. So now we're gonna read. I'm gonna read your birth chart, and we're gonna have we're gonna actually do this this time. Okay, so you've okay. already said before that you and the girl from OU. For people who are listening who don't know what that is, that is our college. Clay and I both went to Ohio University, um, and and that's in Athens, Ohio, and I've. We've both since then left Athens, Ohio. Um, go Bobcats. Go Bob. Go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. And you, okay, so you and the OU girl, who is unnamed, have both determined that you are, in fact, a Leo. And you uh, are. Yes. That is your sun that sign. Is, that is true. And, and Leos have a little bit of a reputation. So my good friend, Samantha, who I usually geek out on this stuff with and my and my best friend max we do this too but sam in general she's always like i hate leos and i think it's because leos have a reputation of being assholes a little bit a little bit of (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel how do you feel about that 
I don't think um, you're an asshole. Well, thanks. Um, I have. I've been called an asshole before, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like I know a bunch of other people with birthdays that are close to mine, and they don't. I wouldn't describe them as being like closer personality-wise than me, or to me than other friends, you know. So I don't know. I think I think Leos as a sun sign, I think they just have big personalities. I think is kind of what it is. I think they're very like brash. They're like a lion. Their sign is the lion. Like a lion. Okay. But the thing is, the thing you have to remember with astrology is that when you get like deeper into it, like the the horoscopes that you read on the internet or in um like a newspaper i don't know why that's the first thing that i'm thinking about is like you know when you open up the back of the newspaper and like yeah, they yeah. do have the the horoscopes right next I, to the comics right next <laughs> ironic well i don't really believe in yeah those. they're both fake well no <laughs> you can't say that because you don't know if it's not true. <laughs> i'm just kidding but, <laughs> but like it is like that's so generalized and then when you get into your chart, it, like, breaks down every aspect of your personality. So, like, the sun sign, like, yes, that is what people think, but that's only, like, one part of you. So the sun determines, like, your ego, your identity. Um, it's the core of, like, who you are. And it's, like, it's how other people see you. So it's not necessarily, like, who you identify with, but it's it's, like, the basis of – it's, like, it's, like, the foundation of the house, right? Okay. So then, so then for you, you are a Leo. You were born on August 12th, 1994 in Memphis, Tennessee. Everyone's is different based on like where the stars actually were when you were born. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read this off of, I read my horoscope every day off of this, off of what I'm about to read you. So this says, your son is in Leo, meaning you are fundamentally bold and proud. I said you were bold. You love attention and to be cared for. You pay it back in kind with your charm and ability to make people feel better when they're blue. You know what skills are and how to use them. It's in your first house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others, though yourself and self-image and, oh wait, through yourself and self-image. I can't read. And because it's in your first house, your son in Leo is hyper-present in your personality. Do I do, do I identify with any of that? Um, yeah, I think so. The, the part about, uh, being different has always been probably true. Yeah. I could see that about you. Yeah. I could it's also easy to be different when, uh, you look like I do. Well, why don't you just go ahead and tell everybody what that means? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I am what is commonly referred to as a ginger you are a ginger. I have very, I have very red hair and very white skin. Quiet skin. You, yep. you had really, really long hair. You kind of look like if Carrot Top had like really long hair, like I feel like you and Carrot Top have similar shades. Ooh, wow. What, but just like, the color or yeah, like yeah. how he looks? Cause no, you don't kinda... look like Carrot Top. Okay. He's kind of scary looking. No, no, no. Yeah, just the yeah, color of your say. hair. But like it's very bright. That's the point that I wanted to make. Yeah, it is. Okay, moving on from Carrot Top. Old ladies love it. Oh. <laughs> Old ladies don't like me very much, so that's something we Old differ. Old ladies love me. 
I don't want to know why. And I love the, them. Oh, little pool boy action. Is no. that what it is? No. Yeah. Only when I need to pay my rent. Well, you are unemployed, so. And it's winter in Ohio. Very true. No pools. Yeah. We need an indoor pool boy. Hot tub. Hot tub. Hot tub. Ooh, yikes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next thing that comes in your chart is your is your ascendant sign. I should have okay. pulled up mine to compare. I usually I've forgotten. Okay, your ascendant is the mask you present to people, and Ooh. you are you are you are also a Leo in your ascendant. So that means what other people are like kind of viewing you as that that outer shell, you know. Is also, yeah, it's not. It's also it's like not. how you. It's also your mask. So I'm a ginger on the inside as well. Yeah, yeah, you're a ginger all the way through. Like a okay. Parent. So this says it can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older, and it changes every two hours. So it doesn't make sense. So if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. I already made you do that. I already made you text your mom. Your ascendant is in Leo, meaning you come across as bright, good-natured, and magnetic. Your energy makes you seem either like a know-it-all or life of the party, but always the center of attention. I feel like that's true for you. How so? What do you mean? Okay, so let's see. Let's, let's, let's break it down a little bit. Um, so when it says... You come across as bright, good-natured, and magnetic. I feel like that. I feel like that is very true. I feel like you are a magnetic person because I don't even remember how we became friends. I've just in my head, we've just always been friends. But you just like have this way about you that other people like want to talk to you, and like you're very like. I feel like I feel like you have that about that way about you. You know what I mean? Hmm. But also, I guess so. Life of the party. You are usually. You were always usually the drunkest one that I. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not the life of the party, though. If I'm, especially if I'm drunk, I'm the sleepy drunk. I'm not. I'm getting bad at that. You think so? You don't think think you were like a little bit of the party? I I never really feel that way. No. But I guess Hmm. I guess I have. The past probably. I just, I have this, I have this image of you in my head where we were outside of this bar called, I think we were outside of the pigskin because they had the back patio, right? So we were, we were outside on this bar called the pigskin and we both spent a lot of time there for different reasons. Um, and, (laughs) (laughs) and, um, one reason was usually healthier than the other. So anyway, you were outside and you were just like, spinning around i literally have a video of it and you were spinning around and you're like flinging your flip-flops off and they're just like flying off of your feet as you spin around you don't remember that i mean i'm not Uh, not that sounds like something that that i would definitely not remember (laughs) (laughs) sounds like i was trying to actively get rid of that memory (laughs) well i have it and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's when I, like, when I picture, like, drunk clay, that's kind of, like, what I'm thinking about. And you just have, like, a very big laugh. Spinning around and kicking off my flip-flops. Yeah, sometimes I guess I, like, uh, right before I turn into sleepy drunk clay, I'm sort of loud. Yeah, you, like, you go off of this cliff. It's, like, yeah. up, up, yeah. up, 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 up. It's, then it's, it's just, a like, very high and then a very low. 
<laughs> but I get this. I get the same way though. So we are both very alike in that. I'm not a Leo in any way though. Okay, maybe you let's are. Move. I'm not. I've read my chart. See, do you think if somebody didn't know their real birthday, if they were just fooled into thinking that they were born on one day, that they would still believe and fall for all their chart, even if it was made up? That's a. That's a actually. That's a good question. That's a, that that's a, a, the whole thing where my skepticism comes in with like the, the whole astrology not being very scientific because you te- technically could like you could try to test it on people. Well, know? no one ever and really see. claimed it to be. Yeah, scientific. that's true. I think you have to give into it a little bit. You have to give yeah, yourself yeah. over to it a little bit. Right. It's kind of like ghosts. If you believe in ghosts, I think that you'll find ghosts. But if you don't believe in ghosts, then you're going to be like, no, it was the wind. Or like, no, I don't know. It, it moved on its own. It, you ever it watch those legs. ghost hunter shows? Um, no, because I think that stuff is cheesy. Oh, my God. It's like the funniest show you can watch. Like Ghost, ghost hunters? Uh, ghost hunters or ghost adventurers or something like that. Um, it's like this guy wears like super terrible clothes and he has his hair spiked up like uh like he looks like uh, he's just wearing a bunch of like stuff from that store buckle and, <laughs> uh, and him and his buddies go into so like, spooky like places yeah he's got well i don't know he's got like just terrible like two tight shirts it's like a jersey shore type of thing going on he's a douche and uh okay, i'll have to watch it yeah, and uh, they'll, like, go and hear a little noise in, like, an old warehouse, and they all freak out. What the fuck was that? And they're all, they're all you know, pissing themselves and getting all scared, and they never actually the find anything. To, is that the one that came to OU? They did an episode there, right? They probably did, yeah, because there's a bunch of spooky stuff that goes on up there at the asylum, apparently. Yeah, it is haunted. I believe that that place is haunted for sure. I kind of put ghost hunters in the same realm as like the people who chase Bigfoot. But they're different than media- mediums. I believe in mediums. I believe in people. You do? Yes, I, can- I believe in people who can absorb like the energies of spirits and-, and can do that. Because my friend Sam that I spoke about, she just went through this whole process of a medium and I've encountered mediums before, and I think that that is very real. I think people are very tapped in because that's where, like, I think that's where the line is. There's, like, this threshold. So, like, you can, like, pretend, you can pretend, you can pretend, like, whatever. You can, like, hunt ghosts. You can hunt whatever. But, like, if you're, like, so tapped in to this, this underlying power of the universe and, like, the ethers, whatever you want to call it, I think that is where mediums come in. That's where astrology comes in. That's where tarot comes in. That's where all this other stuff comes in because it's like intuition. And it's like, it's this bigger knowing. It's that like, it's that third eye stuff. As Clay takes a fat bong rip. As Clay takes a fat bong rip. But you can't deny that I'm wrong because there is. I'm not going to call. I'm a professional don't cough there's there's there has to be there has to be something more something bigger that 
that is this like it's kind of like the matrix if the matrix wasn't such a shitty movie <laughs> don't talk like, shit about keanu reeves <laughs> fuck you I, I hate keanu reeves but that's what not what seriously yeah, yeah. I heard I just, he's like I, the nicest, most down to earth uh, celebrity ever. I've heard, I, I heard he's like, a cool guy. I like the I like the movie that he did with the with the kid with the kids. That's a good movie. But oh, the Matrix ball. is Rest yes, baby. hardball. Okay, don't give it away. You just give it away. They've got they've had time to watch. Ew, they, yeah, it, it is from the nineties. Yeah. It's from the nineties. So, okay, yes, that's that's what I'm saying. That's you have to kind of give yourself into into like the magic of the universe in this. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where this comes in. And with that being said, we've only gotten through two of these and we have a little a few more to go. So I we need I need to okay. keep going. Okay. Okay. So your moon sign is next. And your moon, I think I think your moon is one of the more powerful ones. Okay. What's it mean? The moon rules your emotions. Is it just emotions. like where the moon was when, when yes. I was born? Is that what's up? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So your moon was in Libra. So your moon rules your emotions, your moods, and your feelings. So this is kind of you're like, I think that your moon is like your personal identity. It's how you feel about yourself. It's the way that you perceive things in the world. So this is likely the sign you most think of yourself as. See, I was right. Since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Your moon is in Libra, meaning your emotional self is balanced, harmonious, sees both sides of every situation, indecisive, relationship-oriented, and desperate to please. You can be a little self-obsessed, but tend to hide your feelings and needs. It's in your third house, meaning you find security and safety through the things you know and are familiar with. Okay. Yeah, that one was a little, yeah. Okay. Okay. What, okay, Um, what about it? The indecisiveness and the try to see both sides thing is definitely spot on. What what came after that? To please? No, I so don't think relation- I'm desperate to please people. No, and I'm not indecisive. Definitely, hundred percent. Relation relationship oriented. Like how? I don't know. I don't. It doesn't say like how. It just says relationship oriented. I don't think I've, see, I see that one. That, that was pretty you, vague never- for me. That one's vague. Well, yeah, because yeah. it could be, like, relationship with your friends, with your right. parents, with your family, with, with exactly. like, girls. So then, see, you got you to, gotta like, give into it a little bit. You got to, you have to, like, identify pieces of it and say, okay, well, like, what, it, what is ringing true with myself? And I think you have to find it. I think you can use it as a tool to then, like, tap into the things that you're already that you already know about yourself and then you can move forward and you can use those tools why like to to i don't know like when people like mine for example is it always says like i'm very um uh what's the word like like not old-fashioned but i'm into tradition and so i was like no i'm not into tradition but then we had a big discussion about it and i realized about myself that i am traditional but in ways that are like untraditional so i'm not like traditional and like i want like a family and kids and i want to just get married and and i want to live on a farm like my family did but i'm traditional and like i appreciate ceremony i appreciate like true yoga i appreciate like getting to the roots of like what we should eat and why we should eat so then you kind of like and then you're like oh like okay and then you see things you see yourself a little bit differently you see things about yourself that you would otherwise have missed 
you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yeah. You, you get me? Yeah, I get you. Okay. So let's okay. So let's move on because now you're starting. I feel like I'm starting to kind of like get you into this. I feel like I'm kind of starting to sway you a little bit. Okay, keep trying. Okay, Mercury. <laughs> so your Mer- <laughs> your Mercury is in Leo again. You are like a Leo Libra like powerhouse. So your wow, Mercury. You're welcome. It determines how you communicate, you talk, think, and process information. It also indicates how you learn. So it's the mind's planet. Your Mercury is in Leo, meaning your intellect is persuasive, idealistic, and bold. I've already said that about you. A natural leader, you speak articulately and with confidence. You use creativity and warmth to win others' affection. Or sorry, that says attention. You may come off as overbearing or conceited. It's in your first house, meaning you are curious and inclined to analyze yourself and self-image and because it's in your first house your mercury and leo is hyper present in your personality Hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and read the next one too just i'm gonna we're gonna group these together so your venus is in libra so we're now we're what two leo two libra we're kind of seeing some patterns here and your venus determines how and what you love it indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Your Venus is in Libra, meaning your romantic side is idealistic and eager to please. So now, multiple times we've heard you're idealistic and eager to please. You want an equitable relationship and you're willing to make compromises to get there. You can be self-obsessed. Are you obsessed with yourself? Uh, I don't think so. Am I? I don't know. I don't I don't know. So. See? See? And then when it starts to come up over and over and over again... You can you can ask yourself. Yeah, it's like somebody telling me that I'm obsessed with myself, and I don't like leave me alone, man. I don't think I am. But do you? But like, I think when you hear these things about yourself a couple of different times, you can start to like look inward, and you can say, "Well, what about me? Is is this like is this ringing true, or is it totally not true?" Hmm. Yeah, I'm not feeling that one. Okay, so Clay says he's absolutely not self-obsessed even though we've heard it a couple times (laughs) i don't know i don't know it's up for debate we'll check back we'll check back uh in a couple of years and and you're gonna be like okay actually i was super it was my ego and it was getting huge okay who knows we'll look yeah we'll zoom out later we'll zoom out okay let's do we're at 30 minutes i want this to go for only an hour and i have a couple other i have a couple other things requests from people that we talk about. So I'm only going to read one more of these. Okay. And then later we can, you can, you can get into this on your own time. If anybody wants to Clay's birth chart, I'll give you his birthday information and you guys can read it yourselves. And then we'll start a debate. We'll start a topic. And then people can, people can write into you, Clay. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're more. <laughs> your mars is in gemini this is the first one that's that's different gemini is what i always wanted to be for some reason like growing up i would read astrology stuff because i was always a little bit woo woo and a little weird i've i've always Mm -hmm. been this way it's just it's always been like ready to surface just kind of odd and i was always like i want to be a gemini and i don't know why i really hated being a capricorn because i thought they were like very controlling and overbearing which now i'm starting to now as i get older and i is that what you are a Capricorn. I, What's your yeah, birthday? January fourth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. So I'm okay. like kind of yeah, I'm right in I'm right in the Capricorn. And I it always said that I was overbearing and kind of controlling and very like dedicated and hardworking. And I was always just like the worst student ever. And I was like, that's just like not true. That's just like so not true. But now 
I do have some control issues that I've, that I've learned about myself through, I'm not going to say through astrology. I'm going to say through therapy, you know, cause that's mm-hmm. where real, that's where you go. And do. <laughs> the <laughs> that's real shit. <laughs> <laughs> the good shit. <laughs> you take your birth chart straight to the therapist and you're like, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's do this. Okay. So let's, let's do your last one. So Mars is in Gemini and it's the planet of aggression. So it determines how you assert yourself, take action and the energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life, your ambitiousness. And when you're angry, I've never seen you mad. Even when I got, even when I got (laughs) robbed in Spain, you were not mad. I was, uh, I was kind of mad, but like, I I don't really, I I don't really show my anger that much until I'm super mad. When you're like, yeah, I kind of like explode on people, but it's not like a terrible, like crazy person anger, you know? Yeah, no, because I've, I've, we've been friends for a while and I've never seen you. I've never seen you blow up on somebody. I've never seen you. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get mad at people that much. I get mad at like little shit that people do. I get mad, like silently mad when if like somebody's chewing with their mouth open near me and Mm -hmm. I'll be inside of my head. Like I want to. Like this person is a piece of shit. Then you like, <laughs> but I won't say anything. Well, <laughs> I'll just okay. like get up and walk away or something. Well, then maybe that's it. Like I feel like okay. Well, let me let's read about it and okay. let's see if let's, that let's if that, figure out yeah if that's true. So you're um when you're angry, your Mars is in Gemini. We've already talked about that. Meaning you assert yourself petty. And you push things forward with lots of energy, though sometimes without focus. It's in your 11th house, meaning you put a lot of energy into social status, including platonic and casual friends, along with hopes, wishes, and dreams. See, that doesn't really say what, what, what happens to you when you're angry. That's kind of up mm-hmm. for debate. Okay, and I don't think... Sense. I don't... Wait, there was something that I didn't... I did not... Oh, that when your social status, I don't think you put a lot of energy into your social status. I really don't think that you give too many shits about. I don't really care. Yeah. No, I've no, that's not. So I don't know. Maybe that one for you that maybe that's not one of your most ruling planets. Wait, what planet was that? That was your Mars. Mars. Mm -hmm. And you were a Gemini. It's your 11th house. I don't know what the houses really mean. I'm out of all the things that I get into, astrology isn't the one that I get into, like, the most, the most. I don't know. All right. Well, those are, right. those are your houses. How do you feel? Do you think that I've – do you think that you will, like, read your horoscope? Um, do you think – do you kind of see, like, a different side of it? Yeah, maybe I, I would probably reread through that stuff that you just told me. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, you could say I'm closer. I'm uh, more willing to listen, I guess I would say. Because some of the okay. stuff sounded okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, and I, like, I wasn't super, super on board with – okay, well, that's not true. The first time I read my chart, I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> How does this person know – how does the internet know me so well? How does right. the internet just get down? But then I have, like, I have, like, books. Me and – we kind of, like, last winter I kind of got into it, like, hella. And I was, like, reading books. And I just got my, a book about being a Capricorn alone. And it goes into, like, so many different details of it. And so I think that this is, like, this might be the starter for you. Next year, 
I'm going to keep checking back because next year now you're going to be like, you're going to be the star guy. People are going to come to you. You're going to like read. Your life is about to change. Really? Yeah. Who knows? It's Maybe about that's to change. What, do. what does my horoscope say today? What's going to happen to me? I don't know. I, I don't have, I don't have that information on me. You'll have to look it up. Oh, fuck. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. All leave right. It as a mystery. I guess I won't figure out how I feel today until later. <sighs> you can tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So there is one, there is one other thing that I want to talk to you with you about in okay. particular, because last week after I did my first podcast, it was only eight minutes long um, that I was absolutely a little bit drunk for. I realize now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you were. Apparently. I was. I really was. And I didn't think so. I really was like, no, I'm totally sober. But then I, I listened to it again a couple days later, and I was like, oh, no. That, that was drunk, Kirsten, for sure. Oh, yeah. But in the, but in the, in the best way, because I have lots of different levels of drunk. Yeah, but... the only thing that was missing was you, like, doing that super loud giggle thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly the one you're talking about. The one where you're just <laughs> inhaling the whole time? <laughs> The one that sounds like I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> that's actually a really, that's really close. That's kind of scary close. But anyway, so the next day my dad texted me again and was like, when is your next podcast episode? Because I have, I have a suggestion for content and it is that people who use public restrooms and don't flush the toilet. Like, he was like, I need you to talk about it. I need you to, to address it. Because okay. it's absolutely disgusting. And I was like, well, you know what, Dad? I will figure out a way to, to pepper that in to whatever the, whatever the fuck this is. Okay. And so, so people who use public restrooms and then don't flush? Yeah. He's very upset. He was like, please talk about this because okay. it's disgusting. And I feel like you're always... You have you have interesting bathroom etiquette because I'm always getting Snapchats of you taking shits, always. Really? Yeah, Clay. Um, you're always. I'm yeah. always on my phone. Um, I poop at least once a day, pretty healthy. So um, there's a lot of chances there, you know, for Snapchats to be made. It's true. I'm a I'm a thinking I'm a thinking and pooping guy. Sometimes I Snapchat that. It's pretty blindsided by this question, to be honest. <laughs> I know that was the point. Because I told you. <laughs> I told you what we were going to talk about. But then, I don't know. This doesn't, this doesn't bother me as much. The, the, pub, the okay. shitting, like, the, the, obviously it's disgusting. But I think that I just expect so little out of people in mm-hmm. those situations that, I don't know. And also, I think sometimes uh, it depends on the type of toilet because some of them with that knob that sticks out of the side, you can reach up with your foot. You don't have to worry about touching germs and shit to get the toilet flushed. But sometimes if that's if it's that little tiny button that, you know, a bunch of people just press to flush with their poop hands. And then there's probably if it's a public bathroom, somebody's you don't know where they're going. So. I can understand why somebody wouldn't want to touch the flusher after they're you think finished. It's a, you think it's a conscious effort? You think people are really doing that and then, like, consciously getting up and saying, it's so disgusting that I touch the handle that I'm going to leave and I'm going to let the next person deal with this. Like, but that's just such a domino effect. 
because isn't it more disgusting to have yeah you're like your your humanity um i guess so yeah i think so i would definitely flush 10 out of 10 times i just wouldn't i wouldn't shit in a public place i just couldn't I, i can't do it oh you can't poop in public no are you a shy pooper i've yeah no yeah no no no. i can't i can't do that i don't that's mm -mm. that gives me like a weird anxiety yeah uh, i never i I never had the poo anxiety i'm pretty i'm pretty fine with it i can't believe um i don't like small toilets like like the one the one some of the seats are just too small and then i feel like i'm always touching something that's not fun I don't really have that problem. I'm kind of a, I'm a pretty small human being. So I can't believe this is what my, this is not, I just want to go on the record and say that I have very big plans for this podcast and I do want it to be something that I do. I want to talk about things that are um, meaningful and, and in real life. uh, Kiki bangs where we've got all your astrology and (laughs) shit needs. And I'm talking about shitting in public places right now, and and but only by request. And so apparently, I'm only just getting, by request. I give so if you want her one. to talk about shit, just keep sending her Snapchats of yourself on the toilet, and she will invite you as a guest. This is because of my dad. This is my dad's fault. Well, thanks, Dad. But one, okay, one more thing about it, though, like, okay, I don't know, like, actually, I don't know. I was going to bring up, I was going to bring up the poppers bathroom, which again, no one knows okay, what yeah. that is, I except wouldn't, for, um, I wouldn't touch anything in there. And that was, see, that's more of like a place to throw up for me. That's just a place to throw up. I wouldn't use that bathroom. That is like a, like a men in black, like, off limits zone <laughs> where like things are growing like things are toxic like, that waste is... there's probably some low level of radiation in that bathroom that's the grossest place i've ever been and let me let me reiterate once again to all my listeners um the pauper's bathroom and the pot the pauper's bathroom was a college bar that we went to and the door the door of the pauper's bathroom this is kind of funny the door of the pauper's bathroom was a living room door and it was upside down. So whoever installed it, installed the door upside down. Because you know when you get, like, the, the wainscoting or whatever it's called? And the big parts are at the bottom, like, the bigger sections. I'm looking at my own door. And the little guys, the little squares are at the top. Do you know what I mean? All the squares on my door are equal sized. Actually, they're rectangles. So, okay, no. But, but, but usually the, the bigger ones are at the bottom. It doesn't matter. The door was screwed yeah, on upside mean. down and they just kind of went with it and they didn't fix it. And it looked, <laughs> it didn't match the other one. And then when you went into the bathroom, the toilet itself was usually off of the, off of its setting and then slammed up against the wall, like sideways. Like, I don't even know, like, like somebody went in there and just started kicking it, like, like literally like beating it up. It's the most disgusting place in the world. It and is the, the whole most bar has like that permanent smell oh yeah i know exactly it's like like, burned it's old beer if you've worked in a bar you know the old beer line smell it's Mm -hmm. that it's it's shit we're talking about shit again it smells like shit it's old it's old popcorn 
Yeah, and just nasty people. Oh, wow. I can't believe yeah. I spent almost every single night there. <laughs> <laughs> Going yeah, but the every, record, everybody goes because the beer costs a dollar. If the beer, the beer costs, costs a dollar, 50 then... people that blows people's minds. It blows people's minds when I tell them that we drank for we could go get a that's whole night people, of drinks for like twenty dollars. That's exactly why people become alco- alcoholics in Athens, Ohio. How many? How many? Yeah. Oh yeah. We were all probably borderline. I was probably a borderline drunk at one point, especially like senior year. Oh yeah, I had the I had a problem. <laughs> Yeah, your whole house had a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. <sighs> okay. Well, I don't even. I don't even know. Was this? Was this even? Was this successful? Now I'm like. I don't know. Channel. I'm trying to channel Chelsea Handler, and I'm like, w- wonder what her second, her second go round of any public forum was was like. And I want to say that I hope that it was good, but I don't even know at this point. I think it was pretty good. But I don't know either. I've I've never done this. Would you listen to this? Um. Yeah, if I knew <laughs> us, but like, <laughs> if I didn't know us, to be honest, no. <laughs> no, I know. I yeah. think. I think. Hmm. But, there's uh, a lot to think about. Yeah. You gotta get yourself out there, I guess. This might you go on the record. And it might it might not go on the record. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what's gonna happen with this with this content that we've just created. But it was fun to talk to you for forty five minutes. Yeah, I had fun too. It's probably better than anything else I was gonna do today. Yeah, I this was in place of the things I was gonna do today as well. So All right, well I guess buy... I guess we'll just No, go ahead. I I wasn't going to say anything important. Well, I don't think any of this was important, so you might as well just say it. Okay. Well, I was going to ask if you uh, bought any shit for Cyber Monday. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. I I figured you did. I figured you probably bought a bunch of, like, weird-looking hats and shit like that. Weird-looking hats? No, I didn't buy any hats, but I do have, you know, I have an obsession with hats. You always hat, have a like, different hat. Yeah. I always have a different head thing on. It's funny that you bring that up because I just got, I saw a picture of myself from 2009 recently. And I saw, I had this like wrapped blue polka dot ribbon thing like around my forehead, kind of like, kind of like a sweatband, but not. It was tiny. And I was wearing it as like a decorate, like I was wearing it as like a style piece. And, oh yeah, yeah. I saw that picture. Yeah, you, you posted yeah. it, didn't you? I did post it, yeah. And I was just like, I'm literally. It doesn't matter how old I am, what happens to me. I always have something on my head, always. Safety and so, first. no, maybe I. Next <laughs> to next, next, next in line is a tinfoil hat. <laughs> that can be that can be in my uh, in my amazing race phase. That's what happens to me. Yeah, next. when you are. Uh transition into a Scientologist or some shit. I'm never going to be a Scientologist. <laughs> I don't, never, never say never. Weird. Never say never. I don't know. I don't even really know anything about Scientology at all. Me either. Except that watched, Brad Pitt's in yeah, it. Yeah, they're fucking crazy. It's Tom Cruise. I don't think it's Brad Pitt. 
Isn't it both? Which what's the one with all the kids? Uh, I don't know. Who's the one with Siri? Siri. Siri the kid. Siri the kid. <laughs> Who Boy, the fuck yeah. is Siri the kid? <laughs> Siri is their is their is their daughter. I think it's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Oh. And I no, think they're I Scientologists. Yeah, you should look that up off the record. All right. You should too. Okay, I will. All right. I think we should I think we should end whatever whatever this is. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm happy with this. Honestly, whatever. Just fuck it. <laughs> Just fuck it. <laughs> whatever. All right. Uh well, thank you so much. This was my second episode of of Kiki Bangs. I promise that in the weeks to come, I will have some real things to talk about. I don't know. I I didn't hate talking about astrology because astrology really is something that I do every single day. I I wake up every morning and I read my horoscope on CoStar. I use CoStar every single day. That's a good app. You should actually download that app. Is that what you just read from? Yeah. For me. But but like mine every day is a little more detailed. Like I I don't know the app and the the app and the website are different, which they always are, but mine will give me like updates about every single like house and moon and like sun, whatever it is. And then will give me like a general one as well. And it always tell me like I'm having like today, I think mine said I was having trouble in everything except for creativity and like thinking or something. So like trouble in work, trouble in social life, trouble in sex and love. Um, that's, oh, that's a rough. common theme. That's a common theme. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know it is rough, but then, you know, you, some days I do feel like it's true though. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was right. And I always read it so early in the morning that by like the time three o'clock rolls around, I forget what it said. And so I read it again. So it's like getting two horoscopes in one day. Hmm. Hmm. So download it, and then we can be we can be friends, and then every okay, day I'll let can, you know what it tells me. It. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds you good. Should. Okay. Well, I this was this was this was Kiki Banks. This is Kiki Banks. This is this is what it is in all its glory and entirety. And I can't wait to go listen to this right now and, and see how we did. <laughs> Thanks for being. Thank you for being my first guest. I really couldn't think of anyone else to be my first guest. I don't know. Really. Yeah. I'm- sure that people were lining up at your door so thanks for choosing me you and my dad so sorry dad (laughs) sorry for not flushing the toilet (laughs) all right all right i'm done with this goodbye (laughs) goodbye (laughs) to my heartness (laughs) goodbye goodbye